All right, guys, this is Sports Entertainment Spectator Podcast with Keegan Dimitri and Sammy Clapp. And today, we're not talking about numbers on lists. No, it's not the list of Jericho. But what we are going to talk about is some of, if not all, of the worst WWE, WWE pay-per-views of all time. Sorry, I lost my speech there. But what we're going to do is talk about these worst uh, AWE pay-per-views. But we're also going to find the bright spots in, in, in some of them as well. So this isn't going to be a, a, a bash WWE pay-per-view uh, thing. This is just going to be... Uh, us calling it like we saw it, you know, back when we watched these pay-per-views. So uh, we're going to just kind of scramble all over the place. We're not going to go year by year. We're just going to talk about the worst pay-per-views that we think that we think that WWE's ever done. But one day, w- one day we're also going to follow up with a best pay-per-views as well. So stay tuned for that as well. Uh, so, Sammy, what, what pay-per-view comes to your mind in WWE that just screams dud? December to December. <laughs> That's an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this card. Okay, um, so the first one we're going to talk about is December to Dismember. Um, everybody has heard of this pay-per-view, I believe. And yes, it's terrible. Every single match is terrible. Um, starting from the Hardy Boys match all the way up to the Elimination Chamber match. Um, it, the whole pay-per-view just screams done. Like you said, it's... I mean, it's not captivating at all. It just doesn't draw any attention and just like the whole wwe ecw thing it's a failure abject failure yeah it's a huge failure man and and man and believe it or not um paul Heyman was sent home before this pay-per-view started and i'm pretty sure that like if he was there he he probably would have booked this pay-per-view better but like Ugh, man, it, so, it wasn't he there? I can't remember. Like, I, I can't remember. Was he at the pay-per-view? No. Actually, 24 hours after the pay-per-view ended, like, Vince McMahon said something about him sending Heyman home because of the yeah. incident backstage. Yeah, he either quit or got fired, depending. Yeah, I think his contract was up. I'm not sure. I have to check that. Um, anyway, yeah. starting with the Party Boys match all the way up to the Elimination Chamber match, everything was bad. And even... Tony versus Max Stryker in a Stryker's Rules match. This is when Max Stryker was a wrestler, but <laughs> yeah. like, ugh, I don't even want to talk about that. Um, and I got a tag team match between um, Elijah Burke and Sylvester Turkey versus the FBI, which included Guido and Tony Mamaluke, and they had Trinity at ringside. And then you got Davari in a singles match against ECW legend Tommy Dreamer. And then just a Dot of a tag team match, well, mixed tag team match, Ariel and Kevin Thorne versus Kelly Kelly and Mike Knox. Yeah, this was bad. To be honest, who the hell remembers Mike Knox? Like, nobody does. I only remember um, him for the 2008 Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and I was doing a Sparkle quiz on that yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> he was in this match? Yeah, he was in the 2008 uh, World Heavyweight Title Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. yeah. And then anyway, we got the main event of the show. And believe it or not, Taz spoiled the winner before the pay-per-view began when they were on the air. I don't know if you caught that. You know, I don't believe he so. Said, he said, um, tonight in this very structure, the Elimination Chamber, a Elimination Chamber match, a new ECW World Champion will be crowned. Yeah, that, yeah, it wasn't Big Show on his way out anyway. Um, no, this is when the pay-per-view started, like, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I know, but, like, it wasn't Big Show leaving the company anyway. It wasn't this Big Show's last appearance until, like, 2008. 
I think so. Yeah, yeah he was the he was a champion coming into this match, and then he lasted until the final two, and then Lashley won. So like, anyway, um, for this pay per view, it was met with it, overall. Overall, it was met with negative reviews from critics and even fans too, because like. And they they praised the Hardys versus Eminem as the only good match of the show. And, like, they said it's the worst pay-per-view ever and, like, the worst they've ever seen. And, quite frankly, it's the worst I've ever seen, too. Um, so, yeah, that's the first one. And probably all WWE fans should know what it is. And, like, if you're some person on Twitter saying that everything WWE does is great, well, this is not one. Like, it's... My God, it's terrible. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I'm also gonna add something to this though. I don't know. You you might know this, but the original plan for this match for Paul Heyman was that CM Punk was gonna win, and CM yeah. CM Punk was gonna win this match. And believe it or not, they were gonna have Big Show tap out to the Anaconda Vice, and Big Show actually was gonna go with the idea, and Big Show liked the idea, but then Vince hated it. So then Vince moved it to have Bobby Lashley as the one to take down the Big Show at the end. Okay, um, is there another pay-per-view you'd like to add? Um, yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, I'm going to go with a more recent one. I want to talk about Battleground 2017 because... Actually, we can can include every single Battleground pay-per-view. Yeah, we could. Definitely. Like, I think besides the opener of the New Day and the Usos, there's nothing memorable about this pay-per-view whatsoever because Kevin Owens and AJ's series of matches to me were really disappointing. Like, I thought these were going to end up being really good matches, and they just ended up being mediocre to average matches. This is like, this is this whole pay-per-view is like a normal, it's a normal episode of SmackDown to me. Yeah, and Nakamura and Corbin was boring. The uh, Fatal 5-Way uh, a Women's Elimination match for the number one contendership of the SmackDown Women's title was okay. Uh, Kevin Owens, like I said, Kevin Owens and AJ was really disappointing and they botched the ending. Uh, John Cena and Rusev uh, went like 21 minutes in a flag match, which, um, pointless. you know, I would have rather have just been a singles match and this would have probably been a lot better as a singles match. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, Mike Kanellis' only singles pay-per-view match, to my recollection, against Sami Zayn. And uh, yeah, it didn't really pizza anything out and uh jinder mahal and randy orton in a 27 minute freaking punjabi prison match that was boring as hell and that's not me knocking anybody but let's let's be honest guys that match was boring and it was bad the punjabi prison match has never been good yeah and i can't really blame the performers because it's kind of hard to have a good match in a punjabi prison so and like all the other Battleground pay-per-views, the one from 2013 was pretty bad besides the Rhodes match. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, just overall, and like, you know, you, you know that god-awful ending to the pay-per-view in that main event? Yeah, where Big Show KO both of them. Yeah, and they went 25 minutes for, just for that. And then you also, in the 2013 pay-per-view, you got Del Rio and RVD for the World Heavyweight title in that hardcore match. And then... The Real Americans versus the Great Collie and Santino Morella. Another pointless match. Um, Curtis Axel versus R-Truth for the Intercontinental title. Pointless as hell. Um, AJ Lee versus Brie Bella for the Divas Championship. Also pointless as hell because AJ was carrying the whole Divas division that year. And, like, man, every single match is bad still up until mid-2015. Um, the Rhodes match, this is the only good match of the show. And they went, like, 15 minutes. Um, 
Bray Wyatt versus Kofi Kingston, another pointless match. CM Punk versus Ryback. Um, this was decent, but bad. Um, CM Punk hated it. <laughs> yeah, and the main event of the show, Big Show, K. Oh, that. Yeah. So at the end of the show, Big Show KO'd both guys, and then just after the pay per view ended, the the. The journalist just said WWE owes their audience an apology because you remember it's this whole entire show was house show level and like and 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 you had to buy it for like fifty bucks on pay per view. Yeah, and like I wouldn't have paid fifty dollars for this pay per view anyway. You know what? If the WWE Network didn't come to existence, I the only pay per view I would probably be buying is like probably the big four pay per views. I I probably only buy the Rumble and Mania. Probably, yeah. Because, like, I don't know, like, just pay-per-views have been so bad lately. But also, in addition, uh, I wanted to add another pay-per-view, too, that probably everyone paid $50 for, and that's the Great American Bash 2004. Actually, um, I wasn't done yet with okay. the thing, but, like, this is the last Battleground event, which is, like, 2014. And, like, actually, 2015 was pretty bad, too. And then as well as 2016 and, like, 17 and, like, like every battleground pay-per-view. I don't know. It was there. I can't remember. Was there a battle? Oh yeah, there was a battleground 2016. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was uh, right before the brand split. Yeah. 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 Just every single battleground is terrible, and like the, the pay-per-view concept itself is like it's it it's it's just called battleground. <laughs> yeah, because like at, at least if you want a big fight feel to this pay-per-view, you could have at least just like. Maybe create the stage with like tanks and stuff, and like at least that would have been cool. You remember that one thing from Armageddon? Yeah, I do. Yeah, they could have done it that way. But um, anyway, just you said you wanted to add another. Yeah, thing. I wanted to add the Great American Bash 2004. One, the main event was horrible, <laughs> and two, the rest of the card was horrible. <laughs> so I just wanted to add that, and this is where JBL's nightmare reign began. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it's a rain that shouldn't have lasted that long. It was good rain, but it shouldn't have lasted as long as it did. You could have... Well, every single Great American Bash pay-per-view is terrible. And, like, the the greatest American Bash match in history is seen on Lashley. That's it. Yeah. Um, you also got to talk... You also got to put 2005 in there. And, like, this was pretty god-awful, too. And... Ugh. And the Rey Mysterio and Eddie feud continued, and then you remember the one match where if Mysterio lost, Guerrero would have revealed his secret yeah. of what it was. It's like just awful. And then you had JBL versus Batista in the main event for the World Heavyweight Title, and then in DQ. Yeah, this pay per view sucked ass. <laughs> Horrible. Um, and 2016, not 2016, 2006. 2006 sucked too. Um, and just you have eight matches on the show here, and then you had King Booker versus Rey Mysterio for the World Heavyweight Title. And this is where King Booker's god awful reign began. And yeah, Undertaker and Big Show in this in this pay per view, and then you know the dark match between Funaki and Simon Dean. Yeah, I I don't know. This definitely wasn't a good card either. Like all the Great American Bash cards have been kind of, they've they've just been filler pay per views to me, and they're and they're just not really um, they're not really good. I mean, there's there's not one instance where I thought a, a WWE Great American Bash pay per view was successful. 
Because I just thought, you know, they were just there as a placement. Um, I want to get to another pay-per-view. And this one's quite controversial. But Vengeance Night of Champions 2007. It's another pay-per-view that I thought sucked. Um, the main event was okay. But the main event should have went a lot longer. Like, they only went about 10 minutes. But if you look at if you look top to bottom of this card, this card's bad. Yeah, this is Night of Champions 2007. Well, like, Night of Champions isn't a bad pay-per-view, but this is probably the worst one. This was Vengeance Night of Champions, right? Yep. Um, yeah, that main event with, like, the six-pack. Um, yep. Let's see. For this pay-per-view, you got Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch versus the Hardys for the tag titles. Like, this is random. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. Um, yeah. Chavo Guerrero versus Jimmy Wang Yang for the Cruiserweight title. Um, Johnny Nitro versus CM Punk for the ECW World Title, and like, ugh, man. I mean, I mean, we could have had Benoit Punk, and that probably would have anchored this entire show. But 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 that's for another topic. But Edge versus Batista for the World Heavyweight Title at Last Chance match that ended in a countout, and then. Deuce and Domino versus Jimmy Snuka and Sergeant Slaughter for the WWE Tag Team Titles. <laughs> Deuce <Southwest>. and Domino. <laughs> yeah. And they had Sherry with them. And, like, to be honest, this entire match is WWE nowadays because, you know, Jimmy Snuka and Sergeant Slaughter, they're legends. And, you know, they love using legends in every match. Yeah. Sometimes it's not good, though. Ugh, <laughs> oh, man. And you also... Um, but, yeah, this... This card top to bottom was pretty bad. And, like, you know what? Even I could have booked a better pay-per-view for all of these than them. It's like, you know, they never really, like, you know, WWE has a lot of great pay-per-views, but half of them are not great. And that's why I would like to add um, Backlash 2003. To be honest, this pay-per-view was, like, it was dead in the water. Like, this, this whole entire pay-per-view was dead in the water after the Team Angle versus Los Guerreros match. And then from there, you had um, Sean O'Hare versus Rikishi, um, Kane and RBD versus the Dudleys, and then Jazz versus Trish Stratus, Big Show and Rey Mysterio in that short-ass match, Lesnar and Cena for the WWE title, another good match. And then you had that six-man tag team match, and then Goldberg versus The Rock. Yeah, and Goldberg and Rock wasn't good. No, 15 minutes of nothing. Just, ugh, this entire thing sucked. Um, and yeah, like I said, it was like, it was very boring just after the first match. I mean, the first match was probably the best match of the show next to Lesnar and Cena, but um, but man, but it, it's not a recommended pay-per-view, I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I I agree, man. It's also add on just one second to add on to two thousand seven. We can talk about it a little bit later, but SummerSlam two thousand seven as well. Yeah, this pay per view was like, oh my god, it, it it was horrible. Besides the Orton Cena match, this one was terrible. Yeah, I think the Benoit stuff threw them all out of whack for the rest of the year because there was no other good pay per view after this. Like, oh, like right. I I feel like WrestleMania twenty three was like the only good pay-per-view or well backlash was good too but like after backlash it just kind of went down i think the benoit stuff just kind of threw them for a loop and uh changed all their plans and just and you could see it how stuff was like scrapped together and then edge ended up getting injured which led to that kali run that should have been kane that we've talked about but you know and then uh uh, and, and then booker t left wwe shortly after SummerSlam. Rey mysterio was injured for half the year 
Yeah. Um, so this whole pay-per-view from top to bottom is like Kane versus Finley, a worthless match, Maga versus Carlito for the and Mr. Kennedy in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title, a Mysterio, Chavo Guerrero, and Beth Phoenix winning this mess of a battle royal. This was a mess. And I mean just literally, I mean and this, just, this is so off topic. This is so off topic, but it just came to my mind. Like, if WWE was a real thing, just imagine how the Royal Rumble would be—a total mess. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh my god, just a, just imagine. It's like, oh my god, and like, ugh, man. And but anyway, this pay per view was like. Triple H versus Booker T, well, King Booker, if you will. Um, Batista versus the Great Khali in a terrible world title match. Because, of course, Khali can't do shit in the ring. It's awful. And mm. the Orton Cena match, this is probably the only decent match of the show. And a year later, I'd like to add Survivor Series 2008. This pay-per-view was awful. Just like all of these pay-per-views. And... <laughs> And this involved the the terrible triple threat match between Triple H, Edge, and Vladimir Kozlov, as you will, Vladimir Kokloff, in this match. Um, and then you got that main event between Cena and Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight title. This is Cena's return match after SummerSlam, I think, where Batista hurt him, right? Yeah, yeah, where John, I think, broke his neck. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Um... We also got, um, yeah, Team Shawn Michaels versus Team JBL, um, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, well, for the women. Um, the Undertaker versus Big Show in this forgettable casket match, Team Orton versus Team Batista, um, and then that's the whole show, and then Cena and Jericho was the main event, and that's it. Man, and believe it or not, Dave... Dave said the triple threat match is the worst match in 2008. And I can agree with that. It was awful. Yeah, I, I mean, they should have just had Edge come out at the beginning. And uh, it probably would have been a half-decent match because Edge and Triple H could have carried most of it. Yeah. And, like, man, it, it it's really something. But, like, yeah, but this match is memorable for, like, ugh, man. Um, anyway... Another thing I w- I'd like to add is um, every single, well, no, no, no. We'll just break it down in- individually. Well, maybe we could put it all together. No, there was one that was good. Um, every Saudi Arabia besides Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, this should be fun to talk about. <laughs> Man, it's going to take up all the time, but these shows suck. They're terrible. And... The worst one they've ever done is like, like it's got to be Crown Jewel um, this year, or not, or not Crown Jewel. Sorry, Super Showdown. And actually, you know what? Something came up actually, and this is unrelated to the podcast in any way. They're going to be releasing a bunch of people today. WWE. Yep. I'm and shocked anyway, by that. Um. Yeah, and they're going to be releasing people too. Maybe Rusev's getting released. I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just read it right now. Yeah, a bunch of people are getting released today. But anyway, um, the worst show they've done in Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia is either 
Crown Jewel 2018 or Super Showdown 2019? It's either one. But um, as for Crown Jewel 2018, we got um this entire like glorified house show, as Shawn Michaels called it. Um, the entire World Cup tournament matches took up the show, and then you got the Bear versus the New Day for the tag titles. Um, the Miz and Reigns. This is another World Cup match. It just took up the whole showing. Basically, Lesnar wins back the Universal Title. Shane wins, and then that tag team match that went on for way too long. They went thirty freaking minutes. DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, that Sean should have never came back. No, never. It's like, ugh, man, I don't know. And Super Showdown 2019, we had Goldberg versus The Undertaker. Oh, man. I love Undertaker, but, man, he should have never did this match. Never. Um, we also had, in this pay-per-view, um, you know, Mansoor is Mansoor. The Undertaker of Saudi Mansoor is The Undertaker of Saudi Arabia because he wins at every event. Yeah, yeah, he's undefeated. It's going to be like a 30-year streak if they keep going to Saudi. <laughs> and... Yeah, they don't do anything else with him, but just put him on these shows. That's it. They don't do anything with him. Actually, you know what, bro? I got a question because, like, we should take, like, a little intermission break on, to, on these pay-per-views for a second. But, um, like you said about these releases, who do you expect to get released today? I have no idea. It's probably going to be big as hell, but, like... EC3, probably. Um, yeah. The entire 205 live roster. I'm thinking... I'm thinking... Like... I'm thinking EC3 will go. Uh, Rusev and Lana will both go. That's another one I'm thinking. I think they're both going to go. And, and and Rusev will end up in AEW. Um, uh, I can see EC3 going to NWA. I can um, see him going there. Have been released already. Um... Ricochet should go actually, and Cedric Alexander too. If they request it, I I I can't see them just letting them go freely. I I think Ricochet would have to ask for his release. Yeah, they'll they'll probably do it anyway. But like, yeah. So this is the whole thing here. So Vince McMahon informs all employees that major cuts are coming. So like, they're gonna have something placed on Twitter later today. And so this is the whole thing. So this is the conference call. So. McMahon just announced cutbacks and poor loads of WWE staff and company overall, stating that these were hard decisions that reflect the current reality. So McMahon stated that there will be cutting back on pay for board members and executives. So, And their plans to move out of Titan Towers into a new headquarters has been delayed. And they're going to be cutting talent of the roster and overall headcount of employees. So some will go and others will be let go from their responsibilities and employees will receive texts where they stand going forward. So the meeting le lasted less than five minutes. So there's going to be something later today. And like, oh my God, it's been rumored that the entire NXT UK roster is going to get released. Mm, I can't see Walter getting released. Oh my God. Just imagine if like, oh, and then they end the whole brand altogether. I can't see Walter getting released and I can't see the grizzled young veterans getting released. I think Triple H would fight to keep those guys. Um, yeah. British Strong Style is not going either. No, Pete Dunne's not going anywhere. Tyler Bates not going anywhere. I can see Trent Seven, uh, Trent Seven getting released, but I can't see Tyler Bates and Pete Dunne going anywhere. Pete Dunne's gonna be the future, and and plus Pete Dunne's a part of you regular NXT. To sa to save money, to save money, they should just end NXT UK. They should just end it. Yeah, 
Yeah, eventually. Yeah, they probably will. Um, Hey, can I tell you who I think is going to get released that's going to shock everyone? What? Cesaro. Oh, I hope so, because AEW New Japan, well, this is going to be a field day for AEW New Japan. I would love to see Cesaro go to AEW and do a G1 Climax. Yeah. Um, It's just like, it would be great. Hey, hey, do you think Dolph Ziggler is going to get released? I hope Otis does. Uh, I, I don't know about that one. <laughs> oh, man, I hope. I like. Uh, I, I can see Eric Young getting released. I can see Fandango getting released. Um, I can see the Lucha House Party getting released. Apollo, Apollo Crews. I kind of hope not. I feel like they could do something with him. I can see, uh, yep. um, I can see Humberto Carrillo getting released. Um, yeah, maybe. Um... You also got a... Gender. Um, got a hopes. So, a Heat Slater? Mmm. Hey, what about Ryder and Hawkins? Is it, hey, you think they'll go? Maybe. Um, Oni Lorcan should go. I think Chris... With, I think Chris Hero should go to AEW. They, they might release Cassius. I'm not sure. But um, Tozawa should go. He should go to New Japan. Akira Tozawa. Lars Sullivan's gonna go. Can already see that one coming. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry about this, guys. Um, this just came up, so this is just a little bit intermission. We'll go back in like one minute. Um, yep. There's gonna. Rusev is probably gonna go. Um, there's gonna be. Uh, um, I could probably see. Um, probably some people from the cruiserweight division getting released. Um, I think Tozawa should go to New Japan. Hey, do you see Bobby um, Roode getting released? I think so, actually. Uh, Bobby Roode could go. Um, I can see Bobby Roode going back to Impact. Yeah, I think so, too, and he's going to retire there, I think. Um, what about Nakamura? Mm, I mean, I, Nakamura. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. Um, I can see Shelton Benjamin going. Oh, Shelton, yeah. This just came up in the chat, actually, for New Japan. Um, um Gable. You know I, can, I can see Gable you know going. What? Oh, I hope Gable. Um, they didn't give a specific number on who's going to be released, but um, there, there's going to be quite a few people. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people getting getting released. Um, I can see I can see uh, maybe Tyler Breeze going. Probably. Um, I think... Um, God, what was his name? Um, this is some guy from NXT. Um, I think. Uh, oh, the the Sing Brothers. They might get it released. I think if Gender goes, they're gonna go too. Um, what about the what about the Colognes? Primo and Epico. Uh, probably they might get released too. The they'll probably. Shane Thorne. Yeah, uh, Shane Thorne. Raul Mendoza. I think those guys might go. Um, I don't know, man. Grand Metal League. No way Jose will probably go, but like I don't want to see anybody get released, obviously, but I'm just going by who I think they're they're going to release. Um uh, Mike Mike Bennett will probably end up going. Maria Canellis will as well. Um they also might release um what was his name? Um got the biggest name, well, Maybe Kyrie Sane is probably going to get released too. I can see it. 
because I've I've you told me that also Stardom's interested as well. So yeah. So we'll um, have to look at that one as well and see see what happens there. Um, I don't know. I can see quite a few people getting released. I can see them really trimming down this roster. Yeah. So, uh, hey, do you think Elias gets released, or do you think they keep Elias? Um, they'll probably keep him. Yeah. Hey, what I about uh? I don't. I don't see Baron Corbin going either. Hey, what about uh? Hey, what about someone like Ember Moon? Do you see her going? I hope so because she goes to AEW and then she's one of the best members of the she, roster. She's their best women's wrestler on the roster if she goes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Let's carry on with the pay per view yeah. thing, unless unless if the release thing comes up later on, like they post the list, then we'll probably stop the whole thing altogether and just read it. But like, yep. it's really just doing the thing. So anyway, um, the next pay per view I want to talk about is, um, the. King of the Ring, 1995. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. What a terrible show this was. King of the Ring, 1995. This is the year, this is WWE's... One of WWE's worst years. Along with the years right now. Uh, I agree, man. I'm typing, this th- I'm typing this pay-per-view into my phone right now. I accidentally put King of the Tings. Because... It's that it's that bad. Oh my god, this keyboard. Um. Anyway, this pay per view involved um a main event match between Yokozuna and Hulk Hogan, and that Hulk Hogan. Le- this was Hogan's last match in WWE on, up until 2002. And that wait, what? Wait a second. No, 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 no. This wasn't. No, it didn't take place there. Um, it took place like a year earlier, I think. Um, you got um these King of the Ring matches. That were god awful, and then you have Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler in that kiss my foot match. And he had a main event match between Bam Bam Bigelow and Diesel versus Psycho Sid and Tatanka. I almost said Tatinka. It's like, and this was the year where WWE just like had all these ridiculous gimmick matches. It was terrible. It's like, oh man, this pay per view sucks horrible um okay another pay-per-view will be um king of the ring 2002 another king of the ring match um this every pay-per-view in 2002 was pretty good except for this one Mm -hmm. you got a ton of bad matches this was like the king of the ring semifinals matches and it's like Cruiserweight title match, Ric Flair versus Eddie Guerrero in a random match. Um, Kurt Angle versus Hulk Hogan. This is a promising match. And The Undertaker versus Triple H for the undisputed title. And Lesnar versus RVD for the King of the Ring final match. Um, uh, yeah. Um, ugh, man, I don't know. How much time do we have left? We have about 20 minutes. Oh, here. okay. Uh, oh, I'm kind of slowing down here. Um, no worries, man. WrestleMania 32. Well, actually, no, no, no. WrestleMania not 9. Yeah, 9's matter way fact, worse than 32. Yeah, matter of fact, um, every WrestleMania from WrestleMania 2 up until WrestleMania 9. Pretty much. Was hey, well, WrestleMania 8 was okay, but other than that, it's just everything kind of fell apart. 
Yeah, at WrestleMania 9 took place in what year? WrestleMania 9? Uh, 1993. Oh, uh, 93, because Meltzer actually gave WCW Fall Brawl as the worst pay-per-view of the year, not WrestleMania 9. Um, yeah. WrestleMania 9 was like... Oh, man, this was... Top, top to bottom bad. The worst WrestleMania of all time. It, bro, it's too bad because... It's too bad because the setup and stage was pretty cool on it. Yeah, and this is the first WrestleMania to take place outdoors. Yeah, it was it, it, it was pretty cool. There's just nothing memorable. The only thing that's memorable is Hulk Hogan taking Bret Hart's moment. Man, it should have been The Undertaker versus Bret that year. Yeah, I actually pitched that. I said Undertaker and Bret should have been the main event for the title. That would have been a better match than every match here. Um... And they also put Tito Santana's retirement match on the pre-show, which is very disrespectful to a legend like T Tito Santana. Yeah, I agree, man. Man, and Tanaka, Tanaka, I almost said Tanaka. To, it, it, Tanaka and Sean wasn't that bad, but it, it, I mean, it wasn't WrestleMania caliber, but it wasn't an awful match. And it'd be a counter. Um, the Steiners versus the Head Shrinkers, um, Doink the Clown versus Crush, um, yeah. Ramon versus Bob Backlund. Hey, Bob Backlund was on autopilot around this time. He was done. Ugh, man. And they should have never gave him the title back. I wonder why they did. Um, Money Incorporated versus the Mega Maniacs. Hmm. And then Lex Luger versus Mr. Perfect. The Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. One of the worst matches ever, actually. Yeah. I don't know, I can't blame Taker for that one, though, because anyone who would have wrestled John Gonzalez that night would have still had the worst match in WrestleMania history. Yeah. Yokozuna versus Brett, and then Hulk Hogan versus Yokozuna. God, what a horrible moment this was. It describes Hogan's entire career taking the spotlight from others. It's like... And, it's I, like Brett's and dude, I'm a Hogan fan, but Brett, Brett needed this. Yeah, he did. And Hogan didn't need it at all. And then they had... Yokozuna and Hulk Hogan had a rematch at King of the Ring later that year, I think, and that was Hogan's last match up until 2002 for WWE. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then he went and to Hollywood and WCW. Hey, and speaking of that, this just came to mind. Um, no, actually, someone posted this in the chat. Do you see the War Raiders getting released? No. I don't think so either. Um, they need tag teams. Yeah, but they're going to release people whoever they think should go, but like... Anyway, um, we also got WrestleMania 32. This is the only bad pay-per-view of 2016, because this is the last great year for WWE. And this, a predictable main event for this one, WrestleMania 32. Yep, very predictable. Very. Um, it's like, and then every other match besides, besides the Intercontinental title ladder match was bad. In the ladder match, the women's match, and Styles and Jericho were good. But then the yeah, rest of this card just sunk the life out of it. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, let's see. Um, I think I'm going to do one more here. Um, and then we could probably talk about the releases after this. Yeah. Um, the last one I have to give it to um, Hell in a Cell 2019. This pay per view oh, was ass. Oh, don't make me cry, man. This pay per view was ass. It well, the, was, hey, well, the main event was worse than the pay per view. <laughs> so that tells you something. 
that's one of the worst matches I've ever seen, actually, ever. And like, man. Yeah, just so, wasn't good. But anyway, for releases, so my guess is probably 20 people will probably get released. Um. Hey, can you see Samoa Joe getting released? He's so injury plagued, but there's a chance. I mean, just based well, off the injuries, not off his talent, but just based on his injuries, do you see WWE kind of letting him go? I think so. Um, let's see. Um, I think they're gonna let go all of the non, the non like wrestling talent first, and then they'll get to the wrestlers. Um, here are my predictions. Um, for Raw, I got Tozawa, Hawkins, EC3, Eric Rowan, um, Eric Young, Kyrie Sane, Lana Rusev. Uh, Maria Canellas, Noe Jose, The Iconics, Shelton Benjamin, Titus O'Neil, Zack Ryder. And it, for SmackDown, for SmackDown, Curtis Axel, Dana Brooke, Epi Cohen, Primo, Grand Metal League, Heath Slater, Kalisto, Lars Sullivan, Lindsay Dorado, Mickey James, Robert Roode, and Shorty G. I would love for Gable to go to New Japan. Oh, yeah. Because he's not going to thrive in WWE at all. Yeah, um... I'll tell you I'll tell you my predictions. I just got to get the rosters up again. Because so yeah, they're going to cut many people apparently off off the roster. So here, I'll tell you I'll tell you my uh my raw ones, I'll tell you my smackdown ones and I'll tell you my NXT ones. So, yeah, I think the rosters are going to get a lot smaller. AEW is going to have a field day picking half these guys up. So Yeah, New Japan will too. So here's Here's my predictions for Raw. I'm predicting um, I'm, I'm predicting Akira Tozawa will get released. I think Apollo Crews gets released. I think the Iconics get released. Um, I think Eric Young gets released. I think Rowan gets released. I think EC3 gets released. I think Humberto Carrillo gets released. I think Jinder Mahal gets released. Um... I think Lana and Rusev are both going to go. Um, I think Maria Kanellis is going to get released. I think... Mm, I think No Way Jose will get released. I think Riddick Moss will get released. I think uh, Shelton Benjamin will go. Uh, and uh, that's it for Raw. I think Titus O'Neil might go too. Depends. Um, and actually, for the people that I mentioned, here are the, here are the companies that I would like to see them in. Um, you said Akira Tozawa. I'd like to see him in New Japan. Imagine him in the junior division having all these great matches. I agree. Um, and you also said um, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I think Jinder Mahal's going to get released. Indies. I can't see him going anywhere I else. Can, well, maybe. I, I can see him going to NWA. Or maybe Impact. Or, in, or Impact. Um, either, either way. Um, EC3, he goes to AEW or NWA. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Jericho, Jericho might be interested. So if he can recruit him hard enough, then probably AEW. Um, and you, you also said um, Lucha House Party. Yep, I think they're gonna go too. They should go to New Japan. All of them should. Yep. Yeah. Um. Or no, New Japan. They should go. Um. You also said. Um, did you, did you say Heath Slater? Um, I didn't know because I think Heath's on SmackDown. I, I mean, it, it, because I was just getting the SmackDown. 
Yeah. Okay, um, do SmackDown. Okay. Uh, Bo Dallas. Um, Shock, Cesaro. Uh, Curtis Axel. Um, Primo and Epico. Ember Moon. Um, trying to look through. Uh, Lars Sullivan's gonna go, definitely. I think Mickey James is gonna go. Um, I think Robert Roode's gonna go. And I think... Um, I think Gable will go, and probably that's it for SmackDown. Yeah, um, I could also see. Um, what about NXT? Do you think um, um, Kelly and Dane might go? It's a big possibility. I mean, they're not doing anything with them. I can see, I can see Killian Dane getting released. I can see Chris Hero getting released. Um. The entire NXT UK roster, no. besides British Strong Style, Imperium, and some other guys. I mean, I can't see Jordan Devlin going. Um, I think he's. No. I think he has way too much potential. Um, I they're, think they're they're gonna let go. Of, they're gonna let go of almost maybe all of their women's division besides Kaylee Ray and Tony Storm. I think. I th- and Piper Niven. I think Fandango and Tyler Breeze are gonna get released. Um, I think the grizzled young veterans think, are gonna I, stay. I don't. I can't see the grizzled young veterans getting released. I, I, I think they're too uh, good. I think Bo Dallas might get released. I actually said that. Yeah, I think I said Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel uh, are are gonna go. Um, uh, Kona Reeves, I can see getting released. Yeah, Kona Reeves. Um, also, I Oni Lorcan. UK women's roster, I could see. Isla Dawn getting released, um, and probably everybody in that division besides some guy and some girls. Fuck, um, some of the yeah, but you gotta feel bad for all these guys with like and being laid off and like. Yeah. But it's a field day for New Japan. Yeah. And, AEW. and Impact too. I think Impact can pick up a lot of these a lot of these people too. So I think they'll yeah. I think they're gonna pick up maybe Bobby Roode if they get if he gets released. Yeah. Uh, maybe EC three he'll go back to Impact. Um Yeah. I can see gender E C three and Bobby Roode definitely going to Impact. Um Curtis Axel. Yeah, I can't see him I can't see him in AEW. No. Um I, also could you see Curtis Axel in New Japan? No. No? I don't think he's like, uh His stock is down and they're probably not interested. Um, I'm trying to uh, think of who did, else. Did you end the thing yet? Um, I think, I think Tino Sabatelli's gonna go as well. Oh, uh, yeah. They haven't done anything with them. Um, did you, did the episode end already? Or no, no, no. No, man, we still got another 10 or so minutes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I think... I think there's a chance Bobby Lashley goes. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah, I think so, because his return has been a failure, and they haven't done anything with him, and... I think he'd go back to Impact. That's where I, I think, think he would think go. I think so, too. I think so, too. I, I did really want Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, but... They're not going to do it. No. Um, there's also... Um, Humberto Carrillo is going to get released. Um, JTG? A- AJTG's <laughs> been gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you remember when he tweeted out, like, 
You remember when you tweeted, damn, why did I pick up my phone the day he got released? I don't remember that. Yeah, because, like, the day he got released, like, there was, these, there was a bunch of people who have been released, and, like... It wasn't that, like, 2014. Yeah, he tweeted out, like, damn it, why did I pick up my phone? And, like, you know, he just picked it up. Hello? You're fired. Disconnects line. Fuck! <laughs> hey, can you see Gallows and Anderson getting released? Um, probably not, because they're in it for the money, and they want to spend more time with their family, and, they, and their deals include that, so probably not. Hey, what about, Ni- um, what about Nia Jax? Do you see her getting released? I hope so. Well, I mean, I don't hope for anyone to lose their job, but I mean, you know, I could see it being a possibility. Or Otis, I hope. Nah. Oh my God. I think he's I in, so. I, I think, I think according to them, he's in too hot of an angle right now, so... I don't know. I, I can't see him I mean, getting released. I mean, be honest. If it was if he wasn't in the whole Mandy Rose shit, no one would care, really. No one, no well, one I think it'd be him. a possibility that him and Tucky would be getting released, but... Or they just release Tucker and not Otis? I have no idea. Hey, do you see Sarah Logan getting released? Maybe. Or Ruby Riot. Or Titus, or, you know, or... Oh, you remember that? I remember one time he did that bark thing, and then Booker T did it too, and he's like, I like that. <laughs> and I was dying laughing. I reckon they're probably going to release um, the Colognes. Oh, yeah. They haven't been on TV in how long? Two years? Yeah, and, you know, they, they, are, they did say that if they do get released in the future, they're going to go to their father's promotion in Puerto Rico. They're not going to go to a big-time company. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see a, I can't see AEW picking them up or anything. Or, or. Yep. So, I don't know, man. It looks like there's going to be a lot of releases. Yeah. Man, and they're probably going to post it later today. I, I'm very curious to see what's, what who's going to go. I, I heard it's going to be a lot of people. I mean, I don't... I'm tweeting out right now, Free Agency is about to have... About to pick up. <laughs> ton of wwe talent a aew is gonna have so much fun just like in the candy yeah. store just picking out who they want you know so of course it's not i mean i mean just of course it's not like it's not good to lose your job no but it, uh, it's also going to give a lot of these people new opportunities that they deserve yeah like shelton yeah. benjamin right now should be in new japan Yeah, but this is going to give a ton of people opportunities that they rightfully deserve. I don't know, man. It's going to be a... WWE shouldn't be doing this because AEW's going to pick most of these people up. <laughs> but Yeah, and then like they just release. And one second later, hello? <laughs> you know, you know yeah. that meme? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I on Instagram yesterday. I was scrolling through some posts, and then I saw Antarctica has discovered a new uncharted island, the British Empire. Hello. Hey, bro. The uh, the XFL also filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, and WWE claimed they had nothing to do with it, but they had mm. they owned some of the stock. So the XFL's done again. Yep. But then Vince will try uh, it again another in another couple of years and. 
Yep. It'll if Vince isn't gonna take it, he'll he'll bring it back. Damn it. Yeah, Such I good. do not like he he doesn't like to fail. No, so it's definitely it's definitely going to happen again, so it's not the end of the XFL. I can tell you that. Oh man. I just can't imagine about this, uh like Oh man! Hey, do you think I, I got a question? Hey, before Roman backed out of WrestleMania, hey, do you think Braun would have been on 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 the verge of release? Maybe. I was just wondering that because they weren't doing anything with him. I wonder if they were going to release the revival anyway. Like if they didn't probably it a few days ago. I think they probably would have. Um, and mm. as for NXT, I could see Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne getting released. Yeah, they haven't done anything could, with them. I could see... Oh, no, Tanara's already gone. Do you see Casey Catanzaro getting released? She just came back. I mean... I don't know. She is good, though. I, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't release her. But... Yeah, they, they might because they're not doing anything with her. But she literally just came back. Yeah. Um, Ember Moon, maybe? That would be the biggest get AEW could get for, the, for, for their women's division. Yeah, so they're cutting, they're reducing executive salaries, and they're cutting talent expenses, and they're pausing the new HQ construction because you know they're moving out of Titan Towers. Yep. Yep. And oh, speaking of that, a parking cone just followed me on Twitter. Um, we also we also got a fucking parking cone. It's so random. It's okay, man. I played on a hockey team called the Orange Pylons. I get it. You know. I created a team on NBA 2K17 called the McDonald's McBuckets. <laughs> it's, it's it's stupid. I know. I rebranded the Philadelphia 76ers. Hey, that's like, hey, that's like a gimmick you would give to someone in 1995 WWE with like a McDonald's bucket on their head with like holes in the eyes and like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. In kind of Howard Finkel's voice. Hailing from McDonald's, the <laughs> McDonald's bucket. <laughs> oh, shit. That, oh my, I would have been dying laughing. Um, the New York Nick, uh, um, the, the um, fucking um, what NBA team is this? Trash. The New York Knicks. Hailing from the garbage of trash, the New York Knicks. <laughs> I miss our Finkel though. Yeah, um, he's the best. We have left. Uh, we have like two minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, you might want to end it now. Yeah, well, guys, that was a comic relief episode of Sports Entertainment Spectator. Let us know what you think in the comments, and uh, and let us know maybe what we should uh, podcast next. Uh, thank you for a few. <laughs>